to another episode of Way Too Wifey, where we talk all about dating and relationships in this modern day. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and today we have a very special guest, Brenda. Welcome. Hi. Uh, so I actually found you. I don't even remember how I found you, but I joined one of your webinars and you were talking about your life story leading up to your, because you are a master success coach, right? So yes. We were talking about how you got to where you are and your whole story. And I really resonated with the um, talk about your father and your relationship with your father. Um, so I don't know if we can like maybe start there and um, you explain like maybe that portion and then we'll get into how that plays out in relationships. Yeah. So um, I am actually first generation Hispanic and I, my family is Guatemalan and I come from a generational cycle of absent fathers on both sides. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> I think that's a lot of women. Um, and so my dad was physically present in my life. Like he was always physically there, but my dad um, grew up in Guatemala, third world country where he was just very, very poor. And when you're in that type of situation, I mean, you're not really thinking about like your emotions, how to express yeah, no. emotions. Like that's just, that doesn't run through your mind. And the only thing that he was thinking about from the very little that he's told my brother and I about his childhood is water and food. That's it. Where's my next meal coming from and where can I get clean water? And so when he became a father with us, um, he was not in a place where he knew how to express love and be flexible with expressing love to meet the needs that we wanted from him. Right. So the way that my dad expressed love was just through acts of service. So he was a contractor and he would paint my room all the time. And if I wanted something built, he would do it. And like, like literally Bob, the builder as a dad, <laughs> but growing up, the only thing that I wanted as a little girl was like hugs and kisses. And I wanted to go on daddy daughter dates and I wanted him to go to my daddy daughter dances at school. And like, he just, he wouldn't do that. He just didn't feel comfortable in that type of environment, Aww. which I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> so my brother would take me and, um, the result of that was me growing up feeling like did not have a dad in my life. So I feel like I was good enough for daddy's love. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought, you know, Hey, if I perform really well, in my athleticism, in my academics, in every type of way, then I'll be good enough and I'm going to show the world I am good enough. Yeah. And when I got older and I started dating, that's when it was really manifesting and it really became apparent that I was really struggling with some deep daddy issues um, because I had these, these deep thoughts of, okay, if I exchange my body, mm -hmm. for, like if I give my body to this man, which I, like <laughs> I started having sex. Yeah. I started having sex at 15 years old because this, in my mind, I was like, if I have sex with this guy, then in return, what I'm going to get is the love that I'm deeply, deeply craving from my dad. Yeah. But that never happened. Right. Like we quickly learned of course. that's just, that's not how it works. Like just because you have <laughs> sex with them, they're later. like, <laughs> right. They're like, okay, cool. Thanks. Like, thanks for yeah. the free pussy. <laughs> Right. Exactly. Like that was easy. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like in this cycle of, of like constantly just giving myself 
in exchange for a commitment, but it just, it wouldn't happen. And then it turned into like comparing myself to other girls. Cause, cause I was like, okay, all these other girls that I'm going to high school yep. with, like they have all these boyfriends and like, whatever, whatever. But why don't I have a good boyfriend? Like, why don't I have a boyfriend who's totally in love with me? And like, but I'm having sex with them. And so, yeah, it, and then it, and then it came into like my adult life with my adult relationships where if I wasn't getting constant communication from a boyfriend, not consistent because consistent versus constant yeah. is very different. Right. If I was not getting the constant text messages, where are you? What are you doing? Like constant, then it would turn into like, oh, he's cheating on me. Yeah. No, <laughs> literally though. Oh my God. He's going after, he's, he, he's right. Like he's, he's going after the girl's that I would compare myself right. to in high school. Like that's like, that's what he wants, but you I'm know, having sex so with you. Like- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I feel like a lot of girls don't realize that they have daddy issues and like not understanding that and getting to the point where every single relationship is the same. And you're constantly comparing yourself back to other girls that, that, um, you know, that you compare yourself to in the past, it's like mm-hmm. a constant cycle, but you have mm-hmm. to break the cycle and realize that this stems from the very first connection that you've ever had with a male. So how did that mm-hmm. play out in your relationships then? Or like your, your most recent relationship, I guess. Um, so I haven't been in like a fully committed relationship for, I want to say like three years now. Okay. Um, and I've like, I've been dating and to be completely frank with you, I'm honestly emotionally unavailable right now. Yeah. I've really <laughs> turned a lot of my focus into my business and that's what I'm dating. Yeah. Um, not saying that I don't want to be in a relationship and I don't want to be in love. I totally do. Um, but I also know that I would not be in a position to give the time and the energy to someone that they deserve. And mm-hmm. so I just choose to be friendly with people. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I honestly feel like this is a huge shift right now too, because like we grew up in our generation where like our parents were not okay with expressing emotions and like our generation is now from all of that. And we are now more focused in our work than we are in relationships. And that's why I think there's so many single people right now. Um, But I just noticed like it's so crazy <laughs> yeah. that as women, we're like so much more focused on our careers than like trying to find the love of our lives because we're like, you know what? This is so much more fulfilling right now. I was actually just at dinner with a girlfriend right now. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were talking about this, this topic where I am traveling the world right now yeah. and I was in Athens two months ago and uh, like totally not looking. I'm like, I just want to meet friends. Like I want to make really great connections all around the world. And I meet this Nigerian dude, mm-hmm. like everything that I've listed out that I want in a man, he's like literally handing it to me on a silver platter. He's like in, in the total provider mindset. He's like, my wife can have her passions, but I don't want her to work. Um, like, or have to work. Like I'm the provider. I just like, look pretty. Your nails can look nice. Mm -hmm. Um, hardworking man, like family man, like everything literally handing, handing it to me on, on a silver platter. He's like, here, like everything you've ever wanted. Right. But my big question was, are you able to travel the world? And he was like, no, I can't like with, 
with my Nigerian passport, I can't. And I set out on this journey of traveling the world. I've had this dream for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I literally had to sit there and say, okay, I stay because he's literally offering me to, he's going to get a bigger apartment. He's going to do all these things. We're going to get Aww. like the visa for me. So we, I can stay like all these different things. Right. Literally uh, the, the woman's dream, right? Like you travel the world, you meet the dream man, like you mm-hmm. fall in love, you get married. And I had to sit there and be like, this, this actually is not what I want in my life right now. I just truly do want to travel and like meet people yeah. in a friendly way and build connections and build relationships. Um, and I think for me, that was a really, really big milestone in my own journey Huge of really overcoming those daddy issues of, okay, yes, you're everything I want, but I'm also choosing myself right now in my own journey. Did you ever feel like you had to like work harder or do more? Like, I feel like even just in work, right? Because you said that you felt like you needed to be an overachiever. Um, did you ever mm-hmm. see that play out in the other other aspect of like in a relationship? You felt like you had to work harder for his affection or kind of love. Oh, one hundred percent. I thought I had to earn the love because deep down, I did not feel worthy of my dad's love, mm-hmm. and so it would play out as a pattern of if I work really, really hard, like how I do with my athleticism, my academics, my work, then I can produce the results that I see in my other, in my other areas of my life. Unfortunately, that's not how relationships work, especially (laughs) in a male and female dynamic. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's just, that's not how it works. It's, it's almost like, the less that the woman gives and is able to receive, the more she actually gets. Facts. Oh my God. That's so true. Wow. Mm-hmm. You have yeah, to be the- open to receiving and not giving. I just feel like it's natural for women to be the receivers. And then when you're constantly giving and giving and giving, you're not going to get anything back because it's just comfortable. Like why would they not love having you around if you're giving them everything and making their life so much easier when they're when they don't have to give everything yeah I mean the level that they can give and if they don't have to give anything like I I always tell my clients this if because for some reason I always get the client that is already in that type of relationship and the minute she realizes her self-worth she's like 50 50 bozo like you're out (laughs) like we're not doing this anymore But it's, but I have to give them the talk of if you had someone who paid your bills, Mm -hmm. helped you get out of debt, emotionally comforted you, cleaned up, cleaned up after your dishes, did your laundry, did all these things for you Mm -hmm. just unwillingly. And like, they just did all these things for you. Would you walk away from that person? And their answer is always like, oh no, like, like you basically have a housekeeper. Like, yeah, I have everything that I could ask. That that sounds amazing. My God, that is what I'm doing. (laughs) I know you need to stop. (laughs) I love that you twisted it. And I always try to think of things on the opposite side, but but I never really thought about that. Like that the girls that always say like, oh, like I, I get along better with guys, you know, girls are just too much drama. So I saw this TikTok about, oh, that stems from daddy issues because you're getting this like dopamine kick of like connecting with males 
And you don't get that when you're connecting with females because mm-hmm. that's a healthy relationship. That's not something that you're used to. Um, so they can, they consider that drama, but when in reality, you're connecting with these guys that really don't really have the best interest for you. And that feels natural mm-hmm. for you. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so crazy because I used to be that girl. That I'm like, ah, oh, girls are just so much drama. It's so hard to make friends with girls, but now I'm such a girl's girl. So <laughs> also, I mean, it's also, it's not that it's easier to get along with guys or it's not that like, it's the dopamine kick. It's also because you know that they're sexually craving you. Yes. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest symptoms of, of having daddy issues is being overly sexual Yeah, because you think on a deep subconscious level that your body and your sexuality and your vagina Mm -hmm. are the things that, that make your value go up. Yeah. Oh, like overly sexual. I used to be so sexual. (laughs) Like it was, I I was very promiscuous. Um, but it was because of that deep subconscious Mm -hmm. belief and that pattern that if, you know, if I'm able to offer that, then my value as a woman is much higher than other girls. Oh my God. So true. When in reality, (laughs) it's very much the opposite. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, no, no. And maybe it is that dopamine kick, but it's also knowing that they do deeply, um, sexually crave you. Of course. Yeah. And when you are that sexual, you're playing that sexual character, of course, they're going to, the guys that you hang around are going to want that or crave that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get your validation and you get your acknowledgement that you're looking for. To wrap things up, I did want to ask, for anyone who is dealing with like daddy issues and um, like experiencing that, what advice would you give any woman or guy dealing with daddy issues? Um, so first off, women. yeah, <laughs> I'm so like, first, off, <laughs> first off, I would tell them to immediately stop dating um, mm-hmm. because you're probably already in a pattern of attracting the emotionally unavailable guy who continues to reaffirm your unhealthy relationship with men that you already have. So you need to stop that pattern and you need to stop dating immediately. I would then go back and look at all the trends um, and the similarities of all the relationships that you have had in your past. And Mm -hmm. what are, what is the similarity between each each man, whether it's like a toxic trait, whether it's um, just some type of similarity or trend whether it's how you met them, mm-hmm. um, how you got into the relationship with them, but there's some type of trend that you need to identify because that's going to give you the blueprint of what you need to actually deal with. Yeah. Because we all know daddy issues stems from not having a relationship with your dad, whether it was he was physically absent or just emotionally absent. Mm-hmm. But what specifically is the issue, right? For me, like, because I've done so much subconscious work on it, mm-hmm. I know specifically the moment in which I decided that I wasn't worthy of my dad's love. Like it was when I was five years old, yeah. I've done a bunch of hypnosis about it. Like I literally know the moment when I made that decision that I wasn't good enough for my dad's love. 
but unless you're doing some conscience work and you, and you're working with your conscience mind, then I, I would really do some deep work to find the similarities and go back into the moment of when that similarity was with your dad, Yeah, because that's when the problem started. And the problem might, might be like, my problem was also generational. My mom grew up, grew up without a dad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like up to six generations. When I did hypnosis, I saw it went back six generations ago. Yeah. Um, and with my father's side, it was like even more generations. So it, it was a bunch of, of emotions of hurt and anger and also fear that I had to heal from, not only for myself, but the generations that were before me. And so um, if you look for the similarities, that will give you the clues. Yeah. of of the exact thing that you need to heal from when it comes to your daddy issues because it stems from just one root cause like one specific thing and if you're able to get to that and if you're able to actually break it then you will literally resolve all of your daddy issues oh my god so true that's huge that's really good advice actually do you care sharing like what the moment was when you were five yeah so um I mean, it's, it's like a vague memory and okay. in, in our old house it was in like your house and, um, there was like something going on in the background. Um, and like my brother and my dad were like trying to pull a prank on me or something. And my brother would always tell me that there was a leprechaun outside, like watching up over me. <laughs> and I like for that, for some reason that that story in that exact moment, was really, really important because I was always scared. And so I wanted to rely on my dad to get me through that fear. And he, he chose not to get me through that fear of like this leprechaun outside that was like stalking and haunting me, <laughs> like watching me through my window because my freaking brother like wanted to scare me. And because he didn't comfort me during that time when I was feeling a lot of fear after that, where there were many, many moments in which, um, similar things like that happened. So the belief just became deeper and deeper and deeper rooted. Yeah. There's so many friends that I'm like, they're like, no, like I had a really good relationship with my dad growing up. Like I don't have daddy issues, but they suffer from all these problems and relationships but mm-hmm. it can be as small as just like being scared and not being comforted in that very moment, you know? And like, yeah. people don't realize that like, there's big traumas of like, obviously like rape and like the big, like abuse mm-hmm. kind of things. That is one factor, obviously that you're going to have daddy issues or if they completely weren't that there at all. But, um, it can be as small as just like not being comforted the way that they, you want to have been comforted as a kid. So I'm really happy you brought that up, but that is it for this week's episode do you mind plugging yourself so where can people find you where can they follow oh you? yeah I was like what does that mean <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah so you can find me on Instagram on TikTok under Brenda dot or period Amiel A-M-I-E-L and I offer one-on-one coaching specifically for this problem um which is honestly so fulfilling to watch the women come in that are in those, like literally in those relationships. And they're like, I just want to be a better girlfriend to him. I'm like, oh honey, you're going to leave your single. <laughs> this is not why you came here. <laughs> and I also deal with also deep trauma. So I actually just had a client who was molested as a little girl and 
she has been raped in every single one of her romantic relationships. Uh And she is now 45 years old. And, um, she actually just worked past it and she left the abusive man that she was with. And she went and got her real estate license and her broker's license. And she started a business and she's buying a house and all those amazing things. And so, um, truly like daddy issues will have you in a chokehold if you do not let them go. And it's not only in romantic relationships and it's in your work life. It's in your friendships, like everything. If you guys have daddy issues, you know where to go. <laughs> Brenda, thank you so much for coming on. Um, but that is it. And I will see you guys next Tuesday.